WA Labour Senator Yaru Man Pat Dodson, who's in the, the studio with us. It's been an interesting past uh, couple of years with lockdowns. Uh, we were going to have a conversation earlier this year, sadly, uh, because of uh, our transmitter being burnt out. Uh, that didn't happen. Well, it's happening now, and how uh, fittingly with only two sleeps to go before we head to the polls. Uh, Pat, hello, welcome. G'day, Sandy. Really good to see you, and um, great to be back on your show. It's um, always uh, a great delight to to hear your program wherever I am, and to uh, listen to the interesting people you speak to. And uh, the last uh, guest was uh, was very uh, very significant. That work about. Uh, Trying to keep people safe from COVID and uh, get uh, make sure you get the vaccines, and then um, now the flu's on our our doorstep as well. So make sure you get the flu vaccines. So um, no, it's always uh, great to be on your show, and of course, as you've said, there's two more uh, uh, important days ahead of us, um, and today there's voting still continuing out in some of the remote areas, uh, out at. Um, at El Cuestro, as we speak, I think the, the polls should be uh, held and uh, obviously up at the Broome Convention Centre, there's continuing. And in Kununurra, the Ord River um, uh, Sports Club is, is open for, uh, for people to come and cast their votes and I'd encourage people to do that. And Friday, of course, we uh, have Broome and Kununurra, the uh, uh, Convention Centre and the Ord uh, River Sports Club will be the major focal points. And then, of course... Saturday is the big day, and uh, Saturday we've got Derby High School, Kununurra Ord River Sports Club, Fitzroy Valley uh, District High, Halls Creek uh, District High, Wyndham District High, and in Broome, of course, you know there are a number of centres, and uh, that's the Convention Centre, the Civic Centre, Cable Beach Primary, and uh, Cable and uh, North uh, Cable Beach Primary School. Each of those places are very important for people to go and cast their votes. Uh, I, of course, will encourage people to vote Labor and to vote for Jeremiah Riley, who's our candidate, who's been working very hard across uh, this huge electorate of Durack uh, over the last uh, four to five months, maybe six months he's been working in this region. And uh, if you look at the ballot box or the ballot papers, you'll get two, you get a green one and you get a white one. And the green one has got Jeremiah's name on it uh, and he's got his How to Vote card and so follow that uh, card, vote, vote him one and the rest you've got to fill out at least uh, nine other boxes there. And the, the Senate paper is a white paper, it's a very big paper and you've got two options to vote what they call above the line or below the line. And if you vote above the line, uh, Jeremiah's uh, in, the, in the D box and then but you've also got to fill out... Um, six other um, um, boxes as, uh, so that the ballot, so that you've got a valid vote. So um, that's the technical things about the, the voting and I encourage all people in the Kimberley uh, to get out there, express your views. Uh, we, we, uh, the Labor Party uh, has uh, put its policy out there for First Nations uh, yesterday and... Um, there's a, a lot of commitment to the social uh, justice area, to housing, to education, um, and to uh, and to other uh, matters of dealing with the the voice uh, implementation. 
Um, but it's it's an exciting time, uh, Sandy, and I really do hope that uh, the party that's committed to the implementation of the Uluru Statement, uh, that's the Labor Party, uh, that we, uh, we were able to be elected in so we can get on with that very, very important work. Have you hit the road at all with polling that's already started? I've been to a few places, but I haven't been able to get to too many. Um, just before the, I got COVID, I think, in about the start of the, the poll, so I was locked out and locked down a bit myself. But that didn't stop phone calls and discussing with people and uh, encouraging, um, you know, uh, our candidate particularly to uh, to to get out there and speak to people and to uh, let them know who he is. I mean, I've worked with Anthony Albanese now for uh, you know a number of years. And he's certainly, um, he's been very supportive of our First Nations caucus, which is a unique structure within the Labor Party. It's a body that advises the shadow ministers, it advises the caucus, and it advises our our, uh, our, um, our whole party, really. And uh, Anthony's been uh, supportive of that. He's been committed to it. He's uh, looked to it for advice on any of the legislation that's come up uh, in the parliament uh, to take guidance from it. So... He's been a, a great supporter of this and obviously he's a supporter of the uh, following through on the implementation of all the aspects of the uh, Uluru Statement from the Heart. Pat, uh, what are you looking forward to if elected? Well, I'm looking forward to us having a very heavy agenda and getting on with the work of implementing it, quite frankly. It, if you're going to... Um, uh, fulfil the promises we've made and if I just take the Uluru Statement, it'll be within the first 12 months to, to 18 months uh, focusing in on how to um, ensure that the referendum is prepared, that people agree to the set of words that's going to go up for vote, uh, the legislation that's necessary to put that into play and maybe some amendments to the, uh, to the Act that uh, conducts uh, or governs how referendums are run. And then there's an education program that has to be put into place so that the public uh, can understand and uh, know what it is that's being voted upon. Uh, and you need, a, as you know, in a referendum, you need a majority of voters uh, in the states and a majority of the states supporting uh, what what's called the question or the proposition. So uh, that's just one aspect of it. We need to prepare, of course, for the Makarata Commission, the Truth-Telling Commission and the treaty-making uh, processes. Uh, and that'll that'll be a, a pretty um, um, time-consuming period because more consultation. And hopefully, the voice gets legislated at the end of the referendum outcome, um, and then you have a um, uh, the, the work that's undertaken with the regional uh, regional voices that will need to be put into play. In addition to the implementation of the social uh, justice matters that we've promised to to undertake, so it, it's it's an exciting agenda. Uh, Labor's the only party that's uh, committed to really a fundamental vision for the future of First Nations peoples in this country, and it's probably uh, the only country, uh, the only party that's capable of delivering that. It's been so unfortunate that the Liberal Party has not backed uh, the minister uh, Ken White. Uh, they've isolated him. Uh, he hasn't been able to deliver uh, uh, on on his on his great promise that yes, there would be a referendum this uh, this term. That didn't happen, uh, and he's been isolated at every turn. So it's uh, we, we've got a caucus of uh, Aboriginal members. Uh, at the moment, there's uh, four of us. We hope that that's going to increase uh, with the 
the election of Marion uh, Scrimminger in the Lingiari seat where Warren Snowden, my good mate, is retiring. Uh, but we hope Marion is, is elected there. And as I say, we're looking forward to uh, Jeremiah in Durack, Jeremiah uh, Riley, and um, and, other, and uh, we've got other candidates running in other seats uh, around Australia. So the parliament could be quite a busy place, not only with our membership, but we know that there are others in other parties who are uh, other First Nations peoples running for uh, pre-selection or for uh, election in other parties. So the parliament is gradually changing its face, I think, with the number of First Nations peoples in there, and I, I think that can only be for the better. We've obviously got to get gra- a lot more... Uh, uh, multicultural components within our uh, in our uh, parliament, uh, so that we're f- truly representative of the complexity and the richness of our Australian society. <laughs> and just lastly, Pat, uh, it's been a long road with you and uh, politics. I mean, it all started long before Indigenous deaths in custody and all of those hearings uh, that took place there, hearings into how uh, people of the stolen generations were treated. Uh, There's been uh, many of uh, Indigenous uh, uh, topics uh, that that you've had to... uh, represent and uh, look into uh, the voice and the treaty. Uh, you were also talking about uh, having that voice in the constitution or being part of that preamble many years ago. You feel like you're heading towards that pointy end of the spear now? Well, I've been sharpening the spear for a long time, <laughs> let me tell you. And... Uh, it's a, it'll be a great opportunity to actually dive off the boat uh, with the spear in hand <laughs> and into some uh, into something that's really going to change this nation and improve it. And that is the work to do with the uh, the implementing of the voice to Parliament, the referendum, the Makarata Commission, and and the truth telling process, because that will set up a totally new relationship based around justice and respect. Uh, and, and a better uh, level of power sharing when it comes to laws being made that are going to affect uh, Aboriginal people in this country. And we're the only party that's up for that. So hopefully we will get elected and I, and I call on all Australians to support that because in some sense if Labor doesn't get in, the referendum won't go forward. So uh, we've got to be elected to make that happen. Oh, sharpening up that spear. Oh, sounds like my late goddaddy would only be that as a good old man himself. <laughs> uh, Pat, uh, thank you for coming in. It's been lovely catching up with you. Always a great privilege, uh, Sandy, and uh, all the best to your listeners. And uh, whatever happens, uh, hopefully, Sandy, I can speak to you after, on the other side of the election. Oh, yes, I think we'll put that in, definitely make a mark in the book. Uh, A WA Labour Senator, Yaru Man, Pat Dodson.